All right, before the show starts, I just want to state that after this moment, while I'll, I'll throw it to the intro, whatever, me and my old man here, we're going to have some edibles. So this is before. I'm a little nervous. I don't know if I'm going to get paranoid. I've kind of been having done shit in like a couple months. Uh, are you ready to go on this journey with me to go oh, to yeah. outer space? Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, you're talking edibles? That's like practice? It's a it's a whole different for me. Edibles? Uh, you're talking acid, man. You know, you're talking Maui Wowie, man. Yeah. You're talking, you know, really? See, he's already started. He's not even high. Yet. <laughs> All right, so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna eat these. Okay. Do the intro. Maybe like an hour or so will pass, and then we'll do the fucking show. All right, let's get down, bro. Episode 5, we're fucking here. Happy Pizza Wonder Time, the Paka. Can you say Paka? Paka. Perfect, dude. For sure had a stroke midway through, but fantastic. Alright, uh, we pre-recorded an intro, but in case I cut that out, we uh, we took some edibles, uh, waited a little bit till that shit hit, and then it fucking hit. Hey, I'm doing good, man. <laughs> No, fucking, you know, I, I I knew the shit was active and, and live when I was like, oh, you know what, maybe take a shit before we start. Yeah, but it only took like three minutes, man, and I'm here, man. It took, but yeah, but it, it didn't even happen. Yeah, I know, but it's here. That Yeah, that's how I knew it was in my head, and it's here. <laughs> it's time. It's episode five. It's me and my dad, my old man. I figured this would be a good way to bond... Um, I, I'm not a huge, like, THC guy, but I, I haven't done anything in a long time, and I sort of figure, you know, it's medicinal, so I'll make it slide as a thing to do. I'm not gonna do this regularly, because I usually get, like, paranoid, I'm gonna be paranoid. Well, you know, I'm kind of different. I've been smoking weed since I was in the sixth grade, man. Is that real? That's for real. Yo, you know what's weird about that is when I was also in sixth grade, that's the first time I did it. I knew what it was beforehand, but so I went to Clear Lake Middle School. So it was sixth grade because I only went there then. And whoever I made friends with, like their older brother was in like a fucking gang and then made like a homemade pipe out of a crazy straw. Wow. Aluminum foil and then whatever the fuck they wrap that over for a bowl. Yeah. That'll work. No stems, no seeds that you don't need. Alcapuga gold, some badass (laughs) weed. (laughs) Do strains or whatever like go out of fashion? Like, you know, like there was like Crystal Pepsi, but nobody fucks with that shit now? Does Alcapuga gold, is that still like in heavy rotation? Uh, You're talking about Alcapuga gold, Mesh Macan. Uh, that tie stick, you know, that shit, that shit that's, that's tight on a stick, uh-huh. you know, like Cheech and Chong, come on, back in the day, Jamaica, man, that was some weed back then, you can get a four finger bag for like 10 bucks of yeah. Acapulco gold, come on. Yeah, that's pretty solid. And, and you know, uh, you can go to some good pot shops or some bad ones, but, you know. There's a lot of good ones out there, so I put my hats off to Cali's. <laughs> to Cali's, yeah, on what, like, what is that, like 106th Fourth, or something? 104th in Huron. 104th in Huron. Yeah. Uh, you know what else is over there? Fucking car toys. And I always have that song oh. stuck in my head. A better way to go! Fucking car toys! <laughs> a better way to go! Yeah, I mean, that What's is... your? What are your favorite, like, jingles, though? But I don't that's know. mine. What's well, yours? There's a lot of jingles out there. But like the one dude from the NFL, 
Now he's on 104.3 The Fan. And he goes, you know, he talks real low. And he goes, 104.3 The Fan. Yeah, before he was uh, the NFL on on CBS. CBS. Yeah. (laughs) That dude was cool. Yeah. There's but but it sounds like when there. he went to 104.3 The Fan, he lost like his southern accent. Nah, well, you know, that's like my dad, he went to the doctor, and my dad's Italian, and he all of a sudden he's trying to say, hey, how you doing? Hey, quesadilla pasan. And the doctor t- told him, when did you start speaking like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because he's from out the Midwest. He's from, like, Nebraska. Yeah, why would yeah. why are you sounding like you're from fucking the, the S- town S- of Corleone? <laughs> That's so fucking ridiculous. Uh, what is, like, your, the like, the one or two memories that stand out the most from just knowing Grandpa? I don't know. He's always worried about his money. Hey, where's my money? I remember one time he had like maybe forty thousand uh-huh. dollars stuffed in his mattress. Yeah, what the? So he destroyed the mattress to store his money instead well, of going yeah, to like. Yeah, I mean you couldn't Wells see Fargo it. Or he Belco had a cover over shit. it, yeah. you know, instead of putting it in the bank. Hey, yeah, it's probably safer in the mattress than it is the bank, right? Yeah, I, don't know. I guess so. Yeah. Oh, I would say. I mean, bed bugs live to protect money. You know. I mean, that's what like drug dealers and shit do. So, oh I mean, yeah, they stuff. You gotta trust. <laughs> he wasn't they a drug think. dealer, but he definitely. Yeah. He well, loved he, he his was money. he was always like flashy, which I guess is like yeah. a little Italian. So he would always have like gold watches and bracelets and like yeah. a chain. Yeah, he was that. He was the. The Scarface of Scarfaces. Yeah, he was. Yeah, without without doing anything. Yeah. Uh, so speaking of which, you know, you mentioned the thing about like how you started out, and I remember, you know, the last time or one of the last times I saw him, he it was after. I, I mean, what is that incidence? I guess he so he met this chick, as long after my grandma died. So he was just sort of like roaming the earth yeah, right yeah. like samuel jackson's yeah. dream at the end of pulp fiction right. he just wants to walk the earth so he you know got into some shenanigans and met people who would take him in or whatever because he was he was kind of careless with the way he carried his money around and he'd always have like ten thousand twenty thousand dollars in his fucking pocket are you kidding me yeah so it was a little bit of like <clears throat> carelessness or maybe he thought it as like another flashy thing like oh if i have this much money on me but also he would be intoxicated so yes yes. so at that point he's easy to take advantage of because he's old so he's not where he you know was in his prime Mm -hmm. physically and then he's got money and then he's drunk sometimes so therefore he's not really keeping track of his own moves so he met like a few shady people along the way mm-hmm. and that's what kind of it was cuz we lost touch with them before the end there and how it got there i think he met some lady who was who kind of tried to help him i tried think. to help him yeah it wasn't like in a romantic way i don't no, think it I just don't think. i don't you i don't think he'd know. go for her and then vice versa even though when you're old yeah who knows um <laughs> and then he got robbed by yeah. They, they think it was by people that she knew because we met her briefly at the hospital. And got hit over the head. Hit over the head. Had an aneurysm. Yeah. You know, of course, you know, right. Yeah, it was quite the night. But how you started this part was he was like unresponsive and then you went into his ear. And mind you, everybody had started trying to say something to him like, oh, like maybe we yeah. get a response. And what, what was it that you said? Well, he was always worried about his money. And I said, "Hey, Dad, I got your money." And his eyes flickered. They almost—he almost came out of his shit. Yeah, yeah. He was like daredevil <laughs> under his eyelids, just trying to be like, "Okay, where's uh, this fucking ninja?" And I wasn't trying to be—you know what I mean? I just wanted to get a response out of him. Mm-hmm. And to me, his money was really important to that man. So that's what's crazy, you know. And then I—I—I I, I feel like I only know what I know about him, but when. You grew up with him. Um, you know, when we get to when you're a little older, like later teens, I think you've already moved out. Yeah. And then this thing happens. You get caught, and then what happens there? You're probably, what, like 18, 19? I think you know where I'm going with yeah, this. Yeah, I, uh, uh, 
got busted and I had a choice. Either I was going to go to jail or I had to join the Marine Corps and I I joined the Marine Corps. You know, I I didn't have a choice, okay? So <laughs> So anyways, I'm uh in the Marine Corps and I had like 2 weeks left and I held a position in the Corps where I was going to get PFC out of boot camp and the last uh, two weeks after the rifle range, we were climbing this mountain, but well, we used to call it Mount Motherfucker. <laughs> uh-huh. So anyway, I fell down this Mount Motherfucker and broke my fifth metatarsal. So I was in a cast in MRP, which is a medical rehabilitation platoon, for months. And then they made me start fucking boot camp all over again from phase one yeah. but uh the funny thing about it is uh, uh i had long hair right all the way down probably to my middle of my back and my dad said uh, you should cut your hair son i said no fuck it let them cut it <laughs> so anyways i get to san diego and there's the bus there to pick us up to go to camp pendleton yeah and that's <clears throat> also in California, right? Right. That's where you're San there. Diego. Yeah. That, I was a Hollywood Marine. So here I go, and the bus driver, okay? I broke my leg. I mean, I broke my foot. And this guy showed up, gave me about four or five joints, and he showed me where I could go smoke them and watch the planes land and send <laughs> in the Marine Corps. Dude, that's Imagine that. Insane. Oh, that was insane. The bus driver that picked me up, I said, oh, man, he, he told me, hey, you should have cut your hair, dude. And sure enough, the first thing the drill instructors, when they saw me, said, oh, boy, we got us a fucking hippie. <laughs> <laughs> this is in the 70s, right? Yeah, because you went in hippie. And then also, like, 109 pounds or something and like that, right? And they came out yeah. 157. That's fucking oh, crazy. Yeah. Marine Corps and the reason why I brought that up is because, like, did anything that you learned growing up from your dad feel like you made it feel like you were prepared for something like the Marines? Because, yeah, because I was... mean, obviously you were a hippie, but, I mean, that was partly because you were yeah. rebelling against what his thing was. He seemed yeah. really, like, strict, right? But, yeah, when your dad would... Uh... Uh, he had this car and we could hear it coming because his uh, fan belts would whistle uh-huh. and yeah. we'd be fucking around all day long and my mom my mom would say wait till your dad gets home Yeah. so we'd throw on two pairs of pants <laughs> uh-huh. no a pair of pants two pairs of pants because he was going to whip us like that through the you know Yeah. and then he got hip and then the pants came down. <laughs> uh, so you shit. felt like you were already supposed to be under some sort of like yeah. strict amount of rules or exactly. whatever, which is all yeah. I can think about when yeah. it comes to like military. Shit. Sure. It's exactly, that's right. Yeah. So, so I was prepared. Eventually, <laughs> you know, you were going to go from... Uh, God, I want to say like boot camp to active duty the first time, but something happened, right? Yeah. Well, I know I got in a fight with a couple of Marines, and Marines aren't supposed to fight each other, but, you know, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. But uh, and then uh, we went to Cambodia to go reinvent all the uh, Vietnamese from Cambodia and bring them back over to Camp Pendleton. Mm-hmm. So we were fully loaded. Guns, trucks, whatever was in the battle on the ground in in that ship. But they still made us run PT and we played basketball. And then this one guy fouled me and I ended up socking him up. (laughs) Yeah, it's crazy. That's nice. Wasn't there another time like in boot camp where you were like in the gas chamber? Well, that's the second time that I went through a uh, boot camp from phase one and this drill instructor was uh, really abusing the Marines, you know? Yeah. So I pulled his gas masks off his face 
<laughs> and let him get a taste of what he was doing. And then, man, I sure got punished for that. Yeah. <laughs> but the, but the revenge, I feel like, was sweeter than the punishment. Oh, it so sure it was, was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was I, I very many sweet. lifetimes over. <laughs> so, um, you know, you get out. What... What transpires there? I know, like, eventually, well, like, you, you know, know uh, you and mom uh, had us and shit. But after that, uh, I would say when I got out of the boot camp, when I went from, because I used to wrestle 105s in high school, but I went into the boot camp. Evidently, I must have gained five, uh, four pounds. So I was 109. But when I got out, I was 157. And then uh, we were going to uh, my sister. And my brother-in-law and me and my wife were going to Targets or Kmart's. <laughs> I, I think it was probably Kmart's. But anyway, we're, uh, we're eating ice cream cones. And this one guy, long hair, saw me with short hair. Of course, you know, zero to three. That's what they called his jarheads. Uh... Said, man, I like to shove that cone up that jarhead's ass. What a weird... Yeah. Yeah, what a weird fetish this guy So anyway, <laughs> I grabbed this dude by his long hair and slammed him in between two cars. Pow, 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 pow. And then my sister, and then that girl said, fuck you, bitch. And then my sister jumped on her. <laughs> man, it was over. Oh, and we went and did our shopping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> funny i know that's funny that you bring that up because um a few years ago i was at this uh like volleyball venue mm -hmm. and uh i happened to run into someone that knew you oh because yeah. they knew my name and they're like oh but who, who else has that name because it's such a unusual name and they said oh yeah you're sammy's kid and then he was telling me that either that story or a story similar to it where you some dude was talking shit to you, and you grabbed him by the ears and was was slamming his head, but like in the in the window frame of the car. <laughs> yeah, that was another one. But anyway, there was a few. You know, I figured you got ears, you got hair. Yeah. You know, you're better off. With, that's why Marines don't yeah. have no hair. What are you gonna grab? Yeah, nothing. Ears. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lips, <laughs> nose. <laughs> so obviously, so then, you know, from that time period, you kind of carried that on where. Someone would try to like fuck with you, but you fuck with them back. Oh yeah. yeah, I I went to a a party one time and uh, I had just married your mom and I probably shouldn't have been at that party and <laughs> it was in the mm -hmm. wrong hood, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And this one fella, he I actually knew his cousins, uh -huh. but he had long hair, and we weren't, you know, they knew we didn't belong at that party, so. They started some shit. So I grab him by his hair, roll it up like this, and <laughs> I was socking the fuck out of this dude. And anyway, here comes some more, and I'm I'm fucking a bunch of dudes up. Yeah, yeah. Next yeah. thing I know, somebody hit me on my on my top of my head with a forty, and I had forty stitch forty for forty. Yeah, that's, 40 <laughs> that's so fucking perfect. Maybe that's yeah. I had forty for forty <laughs> stitches. And anyway, of course, I went down, you know. Well, yeah. And then they took a truck and ran over me and uh, broke my rib and it punctured my lungs. Yeah. So I'm at the hospital and my brother tried to rush, rush rushes in there and they say, you can't come in here. Yeah, that's my brother. <laughs> and my brother said, hey, bro, you okay? I said, bro. Make sure my dick's still there. Because they had a catheter in there. I don't know what the fuck. Oh, fuck, All I was dude. worried about was my dick. That's always, the. That's always yeah, priority number one. For I would sure. say. No matter what it is. Even yeah. if something that wouldn't make sense that your dick would only just go, like if it's a fire, <laughs> you go in to save your cats. Yeah. Your house is on fire. Right. And then you're like, yeah. you're completely burned. But the first thing is going to be like, where's my fucking dick at? <laughs> Anyways, like I said, I remember one time when I was in the Marine Corps, we uh, used to smoke the stuff that you used to put in your weed. It was, uh, oh, shit. 
can't remember the was name. Was like of Angel it. Dust? It was Angel okay, Dust. Okay, yeah, yeah. Anyway, we used to put I only know that from we used Friday. To, yeah. We used to put Angel Dust in uh-huh. there, right? And it was just like Friday. We we smoked, right? And a couple buses went by and another bus went by, another and finally when we got on it, it was like it would like it was wherever like the a road, roller coaster yeah, it like was side like, to yeah, side, it was, yeah. It, it, but it really was going straight. You oh, know what I mean? Dude, or no? Oh my god! Worst. Anyway, we were headed down to San Diego, and man, it was crazy. That was, and then I I met a I met a local there uh, that lived in 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 Oceanside. Yeah, and. Uh, I used to have my closet in my apartment where you put your towels and all that in, like top to bottom. I had kilos of weed and then my towels in front. Yeah, was it because that's what you were consuming or were you selling? I was selling it. Yeah. I mean, I was a a PFC and mm-hmm. living off base. You know, I didn't want the the, the cockroaches... We're so big at at the at where you lived on base. Yeah, we didn't like we ain't bus. Yeah. <laughs> they carry your ass away. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then eat you. Nah, we we, we lived in uh, we lived in an apartment in in Oceanside. How long so. did you stay in California after you you? I left? stayed there for about another year because my uh, aunt and uncle lived in uh, East LA. That's true. Know? Yeah, not too far away. I mean, maybe I. Well, it's kind of Sandy, far away, the, but the California's San Diego biggest to LA, fuck anyway. Yeah. But yeah, so it was a ways. But yeah, we take a bus and we'd be there in no time, you know. So you said you were selling, but who who was it for? I mean, I I I already know, but it where... was for the for the dudes on base. Yeah, you know, I used to pack it in my car and take it in with the. 1970 Formula 400 Trans Am. Yeah. That was my car back then. Days. That's pretty fucking badass, yeah, dude. A yeah. Badass car, yeah. But if I need to get a quick getaway, I had 400 horse. So <laughs> what led to the end of, of doing that? Because at that time, I mean, now, like, weed, I mean, obviously, you know, I we live yeah, in Colorado. Yeah, it's legal now. It's and legal. Yeah. And but it's at, at that time, you know, do you oh, remember yeah. that, like, uh, George Young? Uh, when the dude who Johnny Depp played in Blow, right. he was selling weed first before he got busted and then learned how to sell coke in prison. Right. So at that time, it's still, it's it's as almost as dangerous as would be like selling meth or something because it was illegal was the point why it's dangerous. Right. So what, was it just because you had to move? You're like, oh, hey, I can't sell this anymore. Was What was your out? Nah, I just wanted to, mom, mom wanted to come back home and, you know, I sold it here, I sold it there, I sold it here, I sold it. It doesn't matter, you can still get it and sell it. Yeah. And so, to me, it was, okay, see you later, you know? Yeah. No big deal. Mm-hmm. I can get it here just like I could there. Yeah. So, so I feel like from, like, your upbringing, leading into all the Marine shit, that you're all about, you know, if you got to fight, you fight. And I feel like that's probably why... Yeah, you're so huge into like kung fu and westerns and shit because that's what i was raised on because you know everybody i know like oh yeah my shit was star wars or we watched this oh, and that yeah. i watched kung fu movies and westerns and gangster movies do you feel like you like that that world in general well you know i did because i put you and your sister in karate <laughs> mm-hmm. right Embarrassingly you guys, enough, you guys yeah. were limber you could do you. I don't know. That's something you never forget. But to me, uh, that's kind of like uh, teaches you freaking discipline and obedience and yeah. You know, it's not there for that. It's there for this. You know, like when I was in the Marine Corps, it's either kill or be killed. But in karate, it's, it could be the same thing too, but uh, anyway, like they still uh, want you to have some sort of like base respect for yeah. your opponent or something. And me, of course, uh, I I like my uh, I I love to watch uh, kung fu movies. Of course, <laughs> Bruce Lee, uh, Jackie Chan, uh, Jet Li. Uh, you know, there there's there's a bunch of them. Yeah, 
And uh, I just want to put this out there for anybody that's listening right now. You got to see the, what, the something assassin, oh, the, the, the legend assassin. Yeah, you've been telling me about the legendary uh, assassin. Legendary assassin. You got to see watch, this like guy kick some ass, man, let me tell you. But so anyways. basically, so lay out what the, what, what's the story of that movie? That way I can appreciate it. Well, the story it, of the movie is, is uh, he cut the head off of this boss mob. Yeah, we're talking about the main guy, the protagonist. Yeah. Though I'm assuming the movie's named after him, the legendary yeah. assassin or whatever. So anyway, he uh-huh. he put a fake bowling ball and carried this bowling bag around. Mm-hmm. And it was actually the head of this dude. That's fucking cool. And That's I, I wish I could do that, something like that. And the wife of the husband that got his head chopped off uh, she wanted his head back so they, she could put it back and bury him, you know, in one, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So all these dudes were coming after him, man. He, he tore these big dudes up. This one was eating, the the third one was eating all this noodles. <laughs> uh-huh. And all of a sudden he kicked him in his fucking stomach and all these noodles flew out. <laughs> and, but this was like a, this was like a huge guy, wasn't it? Oh, With... man, you're talking probably seven foot Chinese <laughs> big motherfucker <laughs> which I love so I obviously like the movies like set in that culture in that world or whatever I like the, the fact that they they set up the finale in almost like kind of a fucking like a racist way where like if you think you've seen a regular size Asian wait till you see this big Asian no this was at, and that's actually the at finale. the beginning of the movie it was pretty cool yeah man. it really was it anyways it's it's a good movie but I love them movies. I love action movies. I love John Wayne. I love... Yeah, John Wayne. Yeah, yeah. this is going to be the Thanksgiving I... episode. So John Wayne is just watching us from hell like, that's too many milligrams, Pilgrim. <laughs> you might want to fucking slow down. And then uh, uh, me and my son were talking about probably at... At one time, they were the three deadliest people at one time. Uh, what was their names again, sir? Oh, fuck. Okay, so yeah, we got uh, Barney Fife, who is like the goofy fucking... And his fucking... name, his really name is... Uh, Don Knotts. Don Knotts. Yeah, Don Knotts. Right. And, uh, yeah, you know, always kind of played like a goof or a dork because he was like so ugly. But tell him about his history a little bit. Oh, so his history was... So on TV or, or movies, he was always sort of like... A little bit dumb, but like charming or whatever. But he had like he's like a decorated. Uh, what was he like? An army ranger or something? I don't. Yeah, I don't quite know what he, branch he was in. Maybe maybe naval. I don't fucking know. He had all the medals. Yeah, so someone who you wouldn't think. So yeah, he's yeah an old timey badass. <coughs> and then we also got fucking uh, Julia. Yeah, Julia Child. The. Yeah. Well, I almost feel like she's like Mrs. Doubtfire. You can't even do an impression of her without doing Mrs. Doubtfire. We're like, hello! <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, she was she was that, and she was fucking huge. Like I said, Google this bitch, Julia Child's chef, whatever the fuck. And you look her up. There was like a movie about her where she played by Meryl Streep or whatever. But anyways, yeah. she was like, like had to be like six four, like she was like hacksaw Jim <laughs> but, Duggan. But what was what was she? What, what was her purpose in? The uh, government? She, she was like CIA, I think. I think she was CIA. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. You're gonna be pretty badass to do that. Yeah. So we got Donuts. We got Julia Childs. And the then dude from the Gong Show. And the dude, yeah, well, the dude from the Gong Show, yeah, they did a whole ass movie about him, um, where he was a spy. And he was his host. His name was Chuck Barris. He hosted the Gong Show, which I guess I don't know if you don't know what the fuck it is. It'd be like how like American Idol was, or America's Got Talent, right? Or like uh, the where you the Apollo, where they would have different acts go up there and yeah, they pick a winner. Yeah, um, yeah. So it was, it was sort of like almost like a live talent show essentially, but with acts that were pretty cool, I guess. And anyways, he claimed to be in the CIA. I don't know if this was ever true, but I mean, I, I watched the movie, so obviously I'm going to believe that's real. Like how I believe the Ninja Turtles were real whenever we drive over a sewer cover. <laughs> With the smoke coming With out. With the smoke coming out. I'd be like, Dad, open Steam. it. And then when you'd go to open it, you'd call my bluff. <laughs> you'd go to fucking take the sewer cover off. I'd be like, no. 
I was worried about being disappointed, like if the Ninja Turtles were fucking dicks, you know? Like, can you get this motherfucker away from me? No, hey, I man. I don't take pictures, you're man. T- you're two minutes late, dude, <laughs> yeah. with the pizza. Yeah. <laughs> pizza guy's got eight minutes or whatever the fuck he said. But, um... But yeah, so he, he, he claimed to be a CIA operative or like a spy at some point, but people don't, people think his story might be flimsy, but to, to me that makes it interesting. Um, so you say Chuck Barris, I actually say Mr. Rogers. Yeah, Mr. Rogers is in there too. What was he? He was a sniper. Like, could you imagine him like looking through the scope? But he's got, like, you know, a cardigan on. Okay. Uh, uh, well, hey there, guy in I'm my a, crosshairs. I'm going to shoot you in your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to aim right at your asshole. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's, like, super vulgar in real life or whatever. Gonna come out your dick. Yeah, going to come out your dick. <laughs> and the guy when, like in the train oh, or whatever God. comes around. Yeah. Oh, fuck, that's funny, dude. That is. <laughs> to me that's that's weird that those dudes were were in there like i remember what was it elvis had like a period that's famous where he went into the military or something like that um but some people were like oh like that was just to make him like to endear himself to like super american audiences but i think he actually fucking went he had to have because everybody was people there were they're still the drafted yeah. right and then you had people like Muhammad Ali. Yeah. You know, I believe in his religion. You know, yeah. it is what it is. I mean, you know, I, when I joined, I, I'm thankful to God that I didn't have to shoot or kill anybody. That's pretty lucky, yeah. You know, I fucked a few lips up and some eyes, <laughs> but that's about it. You yeah. Know what I mean? You know, speaking of eyes, isn't there a story where you, like, almost poked some dude's eyes out in a fight? No, what happened is, uh, <laughs> It was the first uh, Christmas party at my job. The first and the what? And the last. <laughs> but, <laughs> but anyway, we go to this fine motel. They got prime rib and they got dancing and everybody's getting down and having fun and drinking. And this one dude, his name was Gary. <laughs> he said, hey, you want to go outside of the van to have a couple beers? And I said, sure. So... He goes out first. I come out after him, and he does a spinning backhand and hits me right square in my jaw, like like a Mortal Kombat yeah. character. Yeah. And I looked at him. I said, "Really, dude?" And then he came at me, and I don't know what happened, but my fingers came out and poked his eyes out. But anyways. He landed into him. I just was trying to stop. Yeah, it no, was his stop. fault. Yeah, that was gravity. <laughs> no, stop. But anyway, he went back to work that next, the next, well, three days. I think he was off three days. And he had a one patch over his eye and his glasses were on him, but they were like crooked. <laughs> Nose was all fucking crooked, so that's why his, his glasses And then after that, him. he was my best friend. Yeah, yeah, that's the yeah. weird thing about dudes is like a chick would be like, oh, I heard Brenda called me a cunt behind my back. We're done. But dudes can literally get into a fight and then become better friends. I don't understand that. Yeah, it's, it's kind of strange. I still, I still, it, I still washed my back anyways, you know what I mean? Because that's what the Marines teach you. Just because somebody wants to befriend you don't mean anything. Just watch your back. They can still be your enemy, yeah. That's right, so... Just a little advice to the audience out there. Yeah. <laughs> Don't trust anybody. <laughs> Don't trust anybody ever. Uh, but anyways. There's stuff that I that, that I know like in your history, right? Right. But what about what's going on now? You're not someone who's like, oh, I love like pop culture. Or I stay on top nah. of it. You're, you're like, I like what I like and I don't give a fuck well, if whatever is going on is, now. Is, is what I like right now is uh, I'm retired um, I don't know. I don't need to work, period. So I could watch uh, Andy Griffith, <laughs> Leave it to Beaver. Yeah. Uh, Father Knows Best, The Rifleman. 
I can go on and on all day long. I could sleep all day long if I want. <laughs> <laughs> I could do it if I want. Yeah, yeah, I could mess his hair up if I want. <laughs> all right, so let's go into what's what's now, because I know you don't really, like, mom will read, like, tabloids or whatever, but you're sort of like, well, I don't fucking care. I decided what I liked, like, 30 years ago. There's this artist named The Weeknd. Have you ever heard of The Weeknd? No. Okay, so he's basically like today's like Michael Jackson in the way he sounds at least except for instead of being addicted to painkillers no way that's how fucking Michael Jackson is so instead of uh, fucking kids he fucks strippers and then sings about doing ecstasy or whatever um, so that's our Michael Jackson <laughs> and uh, so they announced the Grammy nominations and he wasn't nominated so he's saying that the, the Grammys are corrupt which sounds silly, you know, because uh, I like I, said, I like him as an artist. But what? No, I don't. I don't know if anybody conspired against you or anything. But things didn't go your way, so calling it corrupt might be a little. Mm. You know uh, that that corrupt thing you're talking about. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm gonna go college football. Oh okay. yeah, Ohio State got beat to death by. Two ranked named teams, okay. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Plus, the teams that they did beat were uh, fifteen and twenty-two, and yet they're ranked number ten above teams that are undefeated. Yeah, what sense does so, that make? You see what I mean? I, about, I, I you, guess you if, I mean? The, if the college or whatever yeah, yeah, has but, that money to, you, you see what I mean about corrupt? Put the fix in, yeah. Well, that's the same thing. That could well, happen. I guess, like yeah. That. But I mean, the idea of something not going your way and, and then calling it corrupt seems a little Childish. backwards. Well, yeah, because, you know, say it in June when they don't have the announcement. Be like, yo, by the way, Grammys are corrupt. But then when it has to do with you, then all of a sudden it's corrupt. The system's all fucked up. Yeah. That sounds like Donald Trump. That sounds like Donald Trump. Yeah. Or being like, oh, you know, this <laughs> it'd be like, oh, this pussy's dry. So this pussy's corrupt because it didn't go your yeah. way, you know? Instead, so of, instead of hitting juice, you're knocking snowflakes. Yeah, yeah, you're making them fucking powdered mashed potatoes. Uh, oh, because there's this other band too that didn't like the way they weren't nominated. It's called they're called the Killers. Have you ever heard of the Killers before? No. God, they do that same like David Bowie voice. Mm-hmm. But it's like you know they came out in like 2004 or some shit, and it's sort of like the like the Talking Heads. Remember? I ain't asking you. This is my pretty wife. Yeah, this ain't my fucking wife. Same <laughs> as it ever was. Same as it ever was. So they had like some sort of thing to say about the shit being corrupt, but I don't know. Does anybody pay attention to that shit? If what if they're gonna listen to what they listen to? That I, I doubt you were ever like, oh, you know what? I realized that the. The Rolling Stones were good because they had these awards. That nobody ever fucking thinks that. No, like b back in my days, we used to have the dark room with the black lights and taking some mescaline or some chocolate chip or <laughs> strawberry mask or that 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 little cartoon on the piece of paper. Yeah, and, you know, and just. Listen to the music, man. It was yeah. I like how literal wow. the names for the strains or whatever it was were. Like now, it's like oh, alien abortion. Like, uh, what does that taste like, though? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> you know, I just birdie dabbed little. I didn't get too heavy into anything. I just, I guess, experimented. Just yeah. To try a few things out back in the day but yeah well i mean i i think if you have a life that's without something like that then what have you learned i'm not saying like oh you you could yeah. only know about this or that if you'd try drugs right. or whatever but but you also still... i how how can i really expect the someone's opinion who hasn't tried any of that how no. can i trust that as a See, reliable source now me i could be somebody that could tell somebody hey man don't i'm telling you right now this, don't do this, this shit. Is what's yeah. gonna happen to you mm -hmm. i can do that yeah, but and I you've mean, see, you've seen it in your time though, where you know some really close friends or family members oh, yeah. fell to things 
early in life yeah. because of addiction or yeah. maybe not even addiction. You they were they were in their head like, oh, I'm just experimenting. Maybe even their third time doing something. Mm. But yeah. then the shit hits the fan, yeah. you know? I'd say probably for sure after the third or fourth time something bump. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, with anything. Once or right? twice, hey. I'm a one or two guy. Yeah. That's good. With anything but like the serious shit. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I've I've always heard this or that and I've had friends who've had issues before with heroin, but because of for me based off of the reputation of it I was never like I gotta try that I'm like okay I'll do the the nice club stuff or whatever but I won't touch whatever's killed people in droves yeah I think once it comes to uh, needles you can count me out because mm-hmm. <laughs> well, they I mean? say it's so good that you have to basically succumb to it because it's uh, like you can't top it there's only which is the thing I was I the, would be scared of. There's only one person the that I know of that, in my lifetime, that overcome that heroin addiction was a singer. A singer? Oh, oh, Ray Charles. Yeah, yeah. Hats off to him. Oh yeah, and you know what's weird is like a lot of those dudes are still around, whereas the people who you thought would stay around longer maybe died at like fifty one. But like, or even younger, 41, 51's a bad example. Whatever. Anyway, so you have like a Keith Richards or Ozzy Osbourne who did a lot of shit, but are still fucking kicking. Like, I I watched this documentary. Not too coherent, but. (laughs) Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, I don't understand why the singing can't sound like the talking. That has never made sense. No, it it never does, especially when you're talking British. Yeah. Look at the Beatles. The Beatles. Yeah, I don't, I don't really get that, but those dudes are still around where there could have been someone who was like perfectly healthy. You're like, oh, fuck, they died? Like yeah. I said, you got Ozzy, Keith Richards. I mean, I guess any of those dudes are probably lucky yeah. to still be walking. You know? them, yeah, like me, I'm lucky. I'm, I'm 65. I'm not that old, but old enough to, you know, my goal is to make it to 65 and a half. <laughs> The next small there. little step, yeah. <laughs> no, I'd say I'd at least go seventy would be pretty good. But before you lose control of like your faculties or whatever, yeah. where you need someone to wipe your ass. And I shit still like shit that. good and everything. I can do do a good one, and you know when it is. And then you hit toilet paper one time, and there's nothing on there. Shit, that's like being in heaven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hate uh, that shit, dude. Uh, Sometimes I, I just like shit so bad. Ain't nothing worse than a sloppy joppy. It's like I got a can of uh, like <laughs> mahogany shoe polish back oh, there. I'm like, what I the know, fuck, that's dude? God, Man, I how, how, what changed from the, <laughs> yeah, the stones to the, <laughs> to the mush? Oh, man, you're right, but that yeah, that's not good. I get pissed off. I said, you got to be fucking kidding me. Yeah. I'm over there wiping and swiping and it, I got to keep flushing because if oh, not, I'm going to plug this. <laughs> no, yeah. Well, I mean, you're lucky at least to plug something because if you shart yourself, that's the true oh, tragedy. Yeah, that yeah. is a tragedy. And that's happened to me before. But, oh, I know. It's happened to me too. Yeah. And like there was one time where um, me, Jasmine, and my son went to dinner with her family right and we go and it's a steakhouse and i was like oh let's do something let's do a different meal instead of the steak right i'm like oh give me the roadkill <laughs> right <laughs> that should have fucking been the sign i'm like give me the roadkill uh which happens to be like a hamburger patty it's not steak it's a hamburger patty but i'm like Show how much of a connoisseur of steak you are and order a medium. No, no. I mean, order a rare. Oh. But I'm not ordering rare steak. I'm ordering a rare burger. But it got to me. I'm like, I'm not going to be a bitch and be like, oh, yeah, take it back. This isn't what I wanted because I was already trying to act like I knew what I was doing. Ate it a couple bites in. You know, I'm checking on, on Bubby, checking on her, talking, making conversation. Already 10 minutes in, my... So you had the bubble guts. 
Yeah, but I'm like, oh, you know, that's probably because you had some pre-workout or whatever, like a day before. It was not. So I'm like, oh, fuck, I got to get up and shit so bad, but I'm not doing it at the roadhouse. You don't disrespect the roadhouse. Uh, it, whether it's the Texas Roadhouse or the movie Roadhouse. If I have to blow it up, I'm going to blow it up. Yeah. And I'm going to go, you know, all the... But you want to... All the dynamite. If, if there's somebody next to you, you try to be... Maybe flush it at the same time. Yeah. As you're getting ready to... <laughs> you want to time it, yeah. Blow your load. Yeah. Well, because you're both there with your assholes out, but it's still sort of yeah. like... Let's keep a common human decency. <laughs> <laughs> Which I guess is not... No. Respecting the fact that we all shit, but uh, <laughs> we get the shit again. Where were we? I don't know, dude. Man. I don't fucking know. That's the fucking but whatever, the power man. Of I just wanna, I just wanna tell everybody to be safe out there with the COVID. Just like they say, just wear your mask, keep your distance, and wash your hands. Okay. Yeah. And don't touch that face too much. Could pick up them granos. <laughs> <laughs> So you want to try that? That's pretty solid, yeah. You think? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> oh, fuck, dude. All right, so that's the way that ended. I think we both decided we were too high to complete like a full hour of the fucking podcast or whatever. And then my dad, of course, did a sign-off uh, for some reason, a COVID-19 warning or blessing or whatever um really funny uh that he acted like he was already on a podcast before um so many false fucking starts on trying to like take it to some sort of topic or bit or whatever and then i just lost my way because i was like i was uh a little too tingly i was over here in dreamland but uh it was it was fun though yeah, definitely not a good, uh, not my best hosting by far, but I fucks with it. Oh, well, it's real. I'm not editing it. But, no, definitely, uh, yeah, this is, like, the next day now because I had to for sure fucking sleep so bad after that. Um, but, yeah, my dad, for sure, um, you know, one of my all-time favorite people. Whatever, you know, we've gone through in life, it's, it's not worth any sort of beef or anything you know because he uh ultimately made me who i am uh and i like who i am at this point in my life um you know on on the attractiveness scale who knows i might be like a four or a five or something i don't fucking know in my head i'm he made me feel like i was elvis though he'd always say the nicest shit so i'm over here like who have a blue Christmas without you. And that's the way it is, you know. He's my my hero still. He's, you know, he's my, my Batman or my, my Iron Man or whatever. And I always wanted to be Iron Man. Um, not my whole life. I mean, this is only like within like the past like six or seven years because of Robert Downey Jr., uh, but in my head, I was like, you know what? If he ever fucking retires, I would, I think I would make a great fucking replacement Iron Man. Um, only because I grow the, uh, like the shitty, like three pussies next to each other facial hair. Um, except for I would, I think I would be like the Iron Man that they thought Robert Downey Jr. was going to be where he sabotaged it because of his history with fucking like going to jail a lot and drug abuse. They'd be like, oh, yeah, we fucking got Roman. He's going to fucking nail it. He doesn't, he wasn't nearly the insurance risk uh, RDJ was, and he came through uh, like gangbusters. So he's, Roman's going to fucking kill it. And then I get to set, and they see that all I'm doing is just a bad Robert Downey Jr. impression, but bringing along all the fucking, the drama they weren't wanting, but they got it because I'm so self destructive. I would ruin something like the role of iron man you know it would start off like the wolf of wall street or something i'd be like um okay yeah scarjo uh bend over and let me do this uh a line of blow right out of your ass she's like yeah sure fucking go ahead so smoky the smokiest voice
And then the fucking Hulk walks in. He's like, key bumps. And then it immediately cuts to me snorting a fucking line out of the Hulk's fucking big green ass out of his asshole. A never-ending revolving door of me snorting drugs out of different Avengers' asses. You know, Thor comes in. Sweet Odin's raven, I just flew in from Perth. And then, and then I'm snorting it out of fucking Chris Hemsworth's ass. And then it eventually ends with me, you know, at my lowest point. And I'm just like, um, yeah, dude, I'm, I'm here uh, because I am going to pawn this Infinity Gauntlet so I could uh, shoot some heroin into my dick. So thank you. Thanks. Yeah, sure. And uh, also on a serious note, I did want to mention that, you know, Jazza was not a part of this uh, episode. She had some family tragedy to deal with. And, um, you know, I just want to say rest in peace to, to Victor. Um, you know, her, her family's kind of hurting right now. And especially like they, right around this time, you know, I, I found out the news right before I was about to record the episode with my dad. Um, and there's no way she, I know she could have done it, you know, cause I was thinking how, how can I try to muscle through it? Um, you know, that's why I'm glad I, I was able to try to talk to my dad and have him on. I love him no matter what we've ever been through or anything that transpired between us. Um, I still think of him as my dad, you know, <clears throat> he is my hero still. And... I hope that, you know, you guys all got to speak to your loved ones. I know due to COVID, it's hard to um, see anybody right now. But I hope you guys had a great fucking holiday. If you're eating now, by the time this releases, fucking coup. If you got someone you love and you have multiple people you love, tell them that you do love them while they're still here. See you in the movies.